0: Welcome to True Crime and Horror. I'm your host, Lee Lewis. Today, I'll be covering the true story of the the Texas Chainsaw Masquerade. While Let the Face remains a fictional character, the Texas Chainsaw Masquerade true story is chillingly based on real events, including the anonymous house that the cannibalistic family lived in. This all lends credits to the aura of fear that the film still embodies the iconic slasher is still considered one of the most influential horror movies of all time and is credited with breaking new ground for the genre including the animus characterization of using a large large hulking faceless figure As the killer, the Texas Chainsaw Masquerade follows a young woman named Sally and her brother as they travel to an old family home in Texas with a few friends. They run out of gas on their way so they stop at a nearby house for some assistance despite an anonymous warning from a hitchhiker. The Texas Chainsaw Masquerade House is owned by a family of vicious cannibals. In particular, housing the Texas Chainsaw Welding Slasher, Leatherface. The giant man embarks on a bloody spree, killing Sally's entire troupe as she is held hostage inside the home before escaping in the movie's climate. The Texas Chainsaw Masquerade draws inspiration from several real-life events inspired by much of the violence featured on the news. Toopy Hooper specially credits Ed Gein and Elmer Rain Henley as the influence of Leatherface. And the true story of this serial killer is perhaps even more disturbing than the Texas Chainsaw itself. Texas Chainsaw Masquerade viewers can be forgiven for walking away from an iconic horror movie thinking it is based on a true story due to the opening narration which states that the masquerade is one of the most punzor crimes in the annals of American history. This decision was a deliberate ploy by director Toop Hooper designed as a marketing tactic to attract a wilder audience through campfire style horror tales. He also wanted the misleadingly narrated information to respond to cultural and political decisions involving the government's deceit toward the public during the 1970s. Despite the film's and situation with that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a true story and the events actually happen, there are stretches of truth within the movie, as much with most legends. The Texas Chainsaw was born from the shockingly true crimes emerging in the post-war America, and tandem with the rise of sensational, nation news cycles. Hooper recalls seeing a convicted serial killer, Elmore Rain Henley's arrest in shockingly acts plastered over television, such as San Antonio, from which he drew inspiration for the psychotic family depicted in. The Texas Chainsaw Masquerade. Yet, the biggest inspiration behind the Texas Chainsaw Masqueries events is the story of serial killer Ed Ginn, whose crimes shocked an entire nation in the 1950s. Known as the Plainfield Gold, Ed had a history of wearing women's clothes and mutilating corpses, displaying Distant ties to the final version of Leatherface character. Gen also exhumed corpses from local graveyards, fashioned trophies and keepsakes from their bones and skins, and confessed to killing at least two women. Like Gen, who was also the inspiration behind Norman Bates and Psycho, Leatherface has a penchant for wearing women's clothes and imitating bodies while also displaying a low IQ, which parallels with the real-life serial killer. Leatherface wearing the skin of other people is meant to not only add a level of mystery to a faceless killer, but also emulate the sickening crimes of a notorious serial murderer. The pervading sense that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a true story made from the film An unqualified success due to the true crime examples it used, and led to the creation of an iconic, popular horror franchise spanning over five decades. Now, are the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequels inspired by the true stories? While the Texas Chainsaw Masquerade true story and the house it involved were inspired by real life. Most of the secrets were simply following up the tear of Leatherface and his chainsaw. This was especially true when it came to the Texas Chainsaw Masquerade 2, which deviated completely from anything resembling the Ed gun narrative. With Dennis Hooper in the movie as a former Texas Marshal Honey Duck cannibalistic family down this movie issued a lot of the scares for over-the-top gore and dark comedy turning the terrifying first movie into an actual horror comedy however this was a sequel so leatherface was still based on ad again but it was no longer his story leatherface the texas chainsaw masquerade 3 brought the sora family back in 1990, Here the family stalked a family across the back roads of Texas Again, this movie wasn't based on any true story outside of Let The Face original inspiration The fourth movie, Texas Chainsaw Masquerade The Next Generation was an interesting addition as it starred Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger There actually was a semi-true inspiration here with director Kim Henkel saying the Illuminati were controlling things behind the scenes, including driving Leatherface onto his murder sprees to provoke treasonance. In 2003, the Texas Chainsaw Masquerade arrived as a reboot of the original, just like the first movie. This was also loosely inspired by the killing spree of again with Leatherface based on the Miss Missahawken based serial killer that was followed by the Texas Chainsaw Masquerade the beginning an organ story for the family that was not based on any real story and then Texas Chainsaw 3D was just another sequel this led to a huge change with Leatherface as another sequel This one was a story of how Leatherface was once normal before trauma drove him to madness, a theme that continued in the Netflix Texas Chainsaw Masquerade sequel in 2022. While all of these, of course, spiritually influenced by Agin, also known as the Leatherface as a character, the sequels aren't inspired by him. As the first one was. How much of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on a real-life murderer, at gun? Despite being heavily touted as inspired by a true story, both tube Hooper's original 1974 film and the 2003 Marcus Nispel remake are only lightly based on the real-life murderer Again, who was suspected to have taken several victims between 1954 and 1957. Perhaps the most recognizable similarity is the film's house, whose gruesome content was similar to that found in again's home in 1957. Now, did the real Edgen ever wear a human mask as a mask like Leatherface did in the film? In that case, Edgen did wear a human scalp and face. The real Edgen did this, however, to help quell his desire to be a woman, not because of his skin disease as with Leatherface in the film. Also included as his uniform. Ed Ginn wore a vest of skin, complete with breasts and female genitalia, strapped above his own. Both of Ed Ginn's identified victims, Mary Hogan and Bernice Warden, were shot with a pistol. In November of 1957, police found Bernice Warden hanging from the rafters in a shed behind Ginn's house. Her body had been gutted like that of a gear, and the head had been removed. Ed Ginn was also the suspect and several other missing persons. The element of the chainsaw that was added for the film's story once again emphasizes the loose connection of the film to Ginn. Ed Ginn was the son of Augusta and George Ginn. Augusta was a deeply religious woman. Who preached the Bible to Eddie and his brother Henry on a daily basis. She warned them about the dangers of loose women in an effort to keep them away from being cast down the hill. She was a strict hard woman who never wavered from her own beliefs which she ingrained into the family. Eddie's father George was an alcoholic and Augusta viewed him as being worthless. She began a grocery business in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And when she had saved enough money, she moved the family away from the center of the city to a farm in Plainfield, Wisconsin. Eddie grew up shy and was ignored by the other kids at school who saw him as quiet and feminine. If he did try to make friends, his his mother scolded him. As a result, Eddie turned inward and began to reside in the dark corners of his mind. He worshiped his mother and grew upset when his mother criticized him and his brother. On May 16, 1944, while fighting a brush fire near the farm, Eddie and Henry split up and went in different directions. After the fire had been extinguished, Eddie grew Concerned because his brother had not returned. When police arrived, Eddie led them directly to his missing brother, Henry, who was lying dead in an area untouched by the fire with bruises on his head. The shy and seamless, harmless Eddie was quickly dismissed as a suspect and a coroner listed nothing as the cause of death. Both number Bates from Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho and the Buffalo Bill from The Silence of the Lambs were also loosely based on Ed Ginn. Number Bates, the main character in Alfred Hitchcock's masterpiece, was loosely based on Ed Ginn. Hitchcock had adapted Psycho from a story by author Robert Bluch who had modeled the character of Norman Bates after Ad Gun? The main similarities include the feminine qualities of both Norman Bates and Ad Gun, as well as both individuals' attachments to their mothers. The the movie-famed killer from The Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill, perhaps most closely resembles Ad Gun. Buffalo Bill, as well, desired to be a woman, and he displayed actions that could characterize him as transvestite. They both scanned their victims and enjoyed parading around in garments of flesh. They both also preyed on a woman. However, Buffalo Bill chose somewhat younger women for his, for his victims than Ed again did. Now, how many films of Chainsaw are there, and have there been any spin-offs? Including 2003's remake, there are a total of five Texas Chainsaw Masquerade films. The first four are The Texas Chainsaw Masquerade, which was made in 1974, directed by Tube Hooper. And then, The Texas Chainsaw Masquerade 2, which was made in 1986. Directed by Tube Hooper and starring Dennis Hooper. Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, which was made in 1990. Directed by Jeff Burr. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, which was made in 1994. Directed by Kim Henkel and starring Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Of course, there have been spin-offs, including... 1988's Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, which is about a private eye named Jack Chandler who stumbles upon a cult of chainsaw welding prostitutes and his search for Samantha the Runaway. The biggest star of this B movie is the original Leatherface himself, Gunnar Hansen, who he plays the master of the woman who served him the fresh limbs of their victims. Oh, and what's the tagline for Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers? They charged an arm and a leg. Now, the opening narrative of the 1974 film, The Texas Chainsaw Masquerade. The film, which you are about to see, is an account of the tragedy that befell a group of five youths. In particular, Sally Hardesty and her invalid brother, Franklin. It is all the more tragic in that they were young, but had they lived a very, very long lives, they could not have expected, nor would they have wished, to see as much of the mad and McCraby as they were to see that day. For them, in summer afternoon drive, became a nightmare. The events of that day were to lead to the discovery of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, the Texas Chainsaw Masquerade, August 18, 1973. because i wanted to focus on what i really love horror and true crime stories i will bring you some juicy true crime story every saturday and horror stories every wednesday i will cover true crime stories starting from the my dog murders all the way down to murder on the middle beach can't wait to start this goosebumps chills down the spine journey with you See me? Hello? Can you find me? Can you find me? I'm here! Behind you, look! Behind you! I'm behind you. I am right behind you. Don't be scared. I just want to play a game with you. Hey!